1: I can't remember what I was supposed to say.
0: Has <laughs> <laughs> a reoccurring role on HBO Ballers.
1: Mark Slareth, handsome sub-bitch, get out
0: here. And makes one hell of a bowl of green chili. It's Mark Slareth, and this is the Stinkin' Truth Podcast.
1: Hey, welcome to the Stinkin' Truth Podcast. Your host, Mark Slareth, along with my co-host, Mike Evans, producer, Scott the Huff on the board. Um, and don't forget our presenting sponsor who brings this program to you free of charge all the time. Really thankful for core water. Hydrate your huddle with core. Uh, ultra purified, balanced with electrolytes to, mo- to match to match your body's uh, natural electrolyte level of pH level. Boy, I screwed that up. It doesn't matter, though. It's delicious. 7.4 is the pH body. Or the pH body, Mike. Woo! Woo! This thing is off the rails. It's already off the rails, but core water, it's delicious, so you should check core water out, and you can get it at 7-Eleven. Core water, the one with the big blue cap, also the gigantic kind of, uh, I don't know, what is it, the gigantic place where you can drink it, the hole, the drinking hole, I think is what it's called. Wow. (laughs) This one is epic. (laughs) All right, learn more at hydratewithcore.com. Core water
0: is either horrified or ecstatic. I
1: right think they really I think they're really happy cuz you're you're never going to forget Core Water after that. Well, you know, I tried to go off the cuff because I don't know where I put the copy for this and ah, was, I think it's close. Like I, I think it's really really I may have I may have screwed a couple of things up, but for the most part. I think you got to the heart of the matter. I think I got I think I nailed it. Essence. Nailed it. Essence. It is good water though. Drink it all the time when I'm in the gym, getting my swole on. Yeah, and you're swole, all right. I am. You're right. Hey, we're gonna get to some, some of these games. You want to yeah, pick some yeah, games? You here? Pick, look, you pick, some yeah, You want to You want to go through some games? Let's go through some games. I okay. think it's. A, I think it's a, an, an interesting
0: week. No more interesting a game for me than New England Miami. Could it be? Could it be that the 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 Patriots, who we talked about earlier this week as being vulnerable, looking very unpatriot like, Mark. They could very well be three games back, effectively four, because Miami would already own the tiebreaker. Right. If the
1: Dolphins went up to Foxborough and won on Sunday. Is that amazing? I mean, it like, literally. Now, the Patriots used to be, like, when I was picking my, you know, my moneymakers, like I Destroy You Last Year in moneymaker picks, uh, I threw that in there. Um, you
0: edged me out, but go ahead. Well, why, why one let facts guy's edge is another guy's why, destroy. Why I let facts get in the way of why, a good story? That's right. right? You don't.
1: <laughs> you don't. That's the key. How do you think I've been doing this? This as long as I've been doing this. Um, I, here's the deal. I picked them basically to cover the spread all year last year, and they almost never let me down. I'm zero two. Pick the am I zero three? picking the Patriots right now. Zero two. Zero two. Um. I, I get, like, there's part of me that looks at it like, like, with with the Patriots, there's part of me that looks at this thing like, it's finally gotten to them. The Patriots are finally ready to crack. They are, you know, I mean, it's all the, it's all the, where there's smoke, there's fire, and it's the Alex Guerrero, Tom Brady's guy, and it's. You know, and it's all this, all the, hey, you know, Julian Edelman, and um, there's this divorce, and, and, you know, Rob Gronkowski said no to a trade, and there's just, I mean, there's tension, right? And, you know, they've always been able to put all the noise aside, right? They don't listen to the noise, they just go out and play. There is this feeling, I think nationally, that it's finally caught up to them. But there's this part of me that can't help but go, come on. At some point, what are they going to do? Flip the switch and open a can of whoop ass on somebody? That's that. I mean, inevitably, that's what it feels like. Inevitably, it feels like they're one and two right now. If they lose to Miami, Miami will be four and zero. They'll be one. They'll be three games behind the division. There's part of me that says there's no way on earth that that's going to happen, and they're probably going to blow Miami out by two touchdowns. But the Dolphins play them tough. Dolphins see this opportunity the Dolphins has they've had this culture change hey Jarvis Landry is one of the best receivers in football you're in a Cleveland Brown now congratulations Dominic and Dominic can still play hey you can go to Los Angeles we don't want you anymore there has been this culture shift and it's interesting i called one of their games i called two of their games last year and i'm talking to Adam Gase their head coach and he's a friend of mine so i can say these things, you know, without getting in trouble. I was like, it's the worst Friday practice I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's like, tell me about it. Like, the undisciplined nature. Like, so he knew there needed to be a culture change. I didn't give him, it wasn't my epiphany or anything. It wasn't like I told him, hey, change your culture, and he went and about did it. He knew, like, we had a conversation about it. And maybe they believe, Mike. Maybe this is the point where they're like, we're going to kick them in the nuts for one time in our lives, and... There's the changing of the guard. The the Patriots, you know, or they're the Empire, right? And finally, you know the Empire uh, when they those X-fighters, they drove them down in the little tunnel thing, right? You know remember that? And then finally they exploded the core. Boom. The Empire was no more. I didn't I'm not really a Star Trek fan. Most of those people are nerds, but you know what I'm saying. Are you trying to set me up for no really here? That's, that's Star Wars. See? Not that's, Star Trek. That's what I star told you. Star Wars. Same thing. Right? That, no. that Those aren't the same? Those star Trek same. and Star it's Wars? Star Wars is different than Star Trek. You know who I like? Chewbacca. <laughs> also like Yoda. you, <laughs> 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 The first moving movie. Moving right along. Yeah. Moving right along. You know,
0: Detroit, whenever you get a coach like Matt Patricia who's coming in to change and was brought in with the idea of Change the way we do things. Change the culture in Detroit. Laid back Jim Caldwell to you know right. kick ass Bill Belichick ways. Patriot way brought to Detroit. It it didn't go smoothly at all the first two weeks. Was being able to beat the Patriots on national television the way that Detroit did is that like such an instant buy in for everybody involved now with the Lions that they have literally taken this whole process and accelerated it like a million you know 100 miles an hour faster than you or normally would have expected it's, it's the significance of Detroit beating New England that big yeah, yeah I, Patricia's ways are now okay right he's been legitimized
1: yeah you know it's interesting because you heard the talk around you know you 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 get in certain circles and you, you you talk to other guys in the broadcasting world and you talk to other people that are part of teams and stuff. And, and, you know, the whole, the whole talk was there, there's about to be a mutiny. Like it, this whole Patriots way and this whole Matt Patricia, you know, trying to be Bill Belichick and this, you know, and, and guys are used to this kind of looser environment and blah, 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 blah. Um, And, and, you know, when you see the success, when you see the fruits of your labor end up becoming success, and when you really thunder punch the Patriots in the mouth, um, that, I mean, it does legitimize, quote unquote, the process. When you see the uncomfortable nature of Bill Belichick walking across the field to shake Patricia's hand and and. Patricia tried to give him the bro hug and he was like, there ain't no bro hugging here. Like, uh uh-uh, we ain't gonna bump chests. Not gonna be any titty bumping going on, right? I mean, that ain't happening here. We'll shake hands and that'll be about it. So there was, I mean, it's, it's, isn't it his awkwardness? Like, can you, like, I'm a teddy bear, Mike. I'm like loving on my kids and hugging everybody and kissing on people and you know, I just am built that way. Could you imagine like Bill Belichick trying to tuck you in at night? Oh, good night, go to sleep. You know, I mean, is there any, like you think there's any affection You'd be like, you've never thought dude, of this, have you? you know, no, I haven't. I, not, I, not, I, not, but now you got me
0: thinking about it. I spent I mean, a lot of time
1: on a plane thinking about
0: I, I, stupid stuff. I, I, I think, you know, I, I think he'd be like, you know, you might want to say that Lord's Prayer because there is a chance you won't wake up. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> or, Our Father,
1: or, who art in heaven or whatever it is, and blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Take my soul to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, those monsters under your bed, they're real. They're real. They're real. You <laughs> better be prepared yeah, for them. <laughs> <laughs> Those muscles under your bed. That's a four-three defense <laughs> led by Lawrence Taylor. He'll break your leg. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Yeah, not touchy feely. huh? I can't imagine him being a real warm, cuddly guy. Like I don't think you're getting a lot of uh, a lot of that attention. So that's there. a
0: confident Detroit team that'll be coming in there to Dallas. And meanwhile, you got a Dallas team that is just awful. It's teetering, right? Just I mean, awful. this thing is teetering.
1: Yeah, it you know, everybody wants to point to Dak Prescott. Um and you know, I get it. He was like he was really bad against Seattle. Really bad. Really inaccurate. Um timing wise was off. Um I you know, receiving core, just there's just a lack of there just seems to be a lack of continuity. When you went down and broke down that tape, it was it was really bad. I mean, really bad. Um so but it's not all you know it's not all Dak Prescott it's that receiving core that he doesn't have a lot of timing with um it's an offensive line that you know he's under duress quite a bit that used to be quote unquote the best in the business that that has struggled um thus far so you know there's a lot of different factors that go into what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys and um you know and and those are a couple of the things that are happening there but yeah they're in tr- they're in real trouble america's team is in in real trouble um it was kind of fun to see jerry jones and watch him have you know frustration um what was it what was the play where they sh- took a shot at jerry jones up in the box and he you know i don't i'm not going to call it slammed his fist on the table because that wasn't a fist slam what do you that, think he was saying
0: at that moment
1: uh i think he was saying all fans, <laughs> all fans is not woo, something like that. So, um, yeah, it wow. wasn't it was it it wasn't good. You didn't take the hook, man. I threw the hook out there and you didn't take it. Well, I was kind of, I mean, disappointing. I, just, we, I well, we love you, Jerry. I know, but I wasn't quite ready for it. So you just, you know, you. you, you we'll
0: circle it. back to it a little bit later.
1: All right. All right. Yeah, what would I, like, what would he say about the offense? What he say? He wouldn't say anything about Jason Garrett because that's his boy, right? Right. Maybe he's mad at Witten. For Can leaving, you imagine, right? For leaving. Going leaving on Monday him in the night.
0: lurch and going on Monday night wow. and Witten looks all wooden and stiff and right. You know, he's just new. looks uncomfortable on that yeah.
1: Monday night booth. He got some new hair. What would he say about Witten? I app you know uh Jason Witten I don't even have my voice now. No, you don't. You know what? I've lost it. We're
0: gonna have to just come back to another week.
1: Yeah, It's, it's just is
0: like the Cowboys.
1: I know. Your I've Jerry lost Jones Jerry game. Jones. is just it's off. It's off right it's now. Completely it's completely off. Just it's it's dysfunctional. All right,
0: right. Uh, Bakermania. Yes, takes off and lands in Oakland. Here we go. How perfect is this, huh? Oh. I mean, you got you got Baker Mayfield. You got you got John Gruden.
1: Shucky. You got Baker.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got you got a Cleveland receiver, Rashard Higgins, saying that uh, you might as well put Baker up on the LeBron wall in Cleveland. You know, they took the big LeBron right, wall down, put right. Baker up there. Put
1: Baker on it.
0: All right. So honestly, the the Baker phenomenon that was so fun to watch. What do you think the chances are that he picks right up where he left off?
1: Um, I think I, I think there'll be like interestingly enough, J- was it Jamal Adams, the safety for the Jets, that said, "Hey, we just weren't prepared," you know, and Todd something Todd yeah, shut the down Todd right will shut that down right away. But I think you weren't prepared for the energy. You weren't prepared. Uh, I, I think one of the things that that ends up happening when a guy like that comes in. It's the off-schedule stuff. You know, it's the it's the things that happen to you off-schedule when he makes three people miss in the backfield. Like, you were – like, the Jets were bringing heat on almost every play against Tyrod Taylor. You know, the, the worst thing they did was knock him out of the game because when they brought heat against Baker Mayfield, he made three guys miss, scrambled around, and didn't just scramble. He found guys downfield open and got them the ball accurately. On, I mean, it was – it was a thing of beauty at times. And so you sometimes with a guy like that, you can't account for the off-scheduled stuff. Now, you know, they'll have a game plan. What is that game plan? Is it like what the Broncos did to Seattle week one where it was like, hey, we're going to very defined rush lengths if we do bring, you know, Heat off the edge from a safety which they did or a corner what we're going to do is we're going to play very defined Escape routes so that we force him into our escape routes and we don't give you know, we don't give escape lanes You know, do they do they? synchronize pass rush that way Um, How do they deal with Baker Mayfield? Do they play coverage? Do they play blitz schemes? Do they play man? Do they mix it up? You know all those different things that you're thinking about with a young quarterback one problem with playing Uh, or playing a young guy um, when you haven't prepared for him during the week is that he comes out there and oftentimes defensive coordinators get on their heels and they say, okay, instead of being aggressive here, you know, let's back off and let's, you know, let's just see what he's got. And then he starts tearing you apart and says, okay, let's be aggressive. And then all of a sudden he scrambles around and makes plays. So, you know, it's, it's one of those fly by the seat of your pants type of things and Todd has always been Todd Bowles. Head coach has always been one of those guys that errs on the side of aggressiveness. You go back to his Arizona days as as the defensive coordinator. Man, they were the most blitz happy team in football. I mean, they they brought pressure on like fifty two percent of the downs. So, um, I, I think there will be some regression. Um, Paul Gunther, the defense coordinator of the Raiders, is a guy that was in Cincinnati. He's a, you know has has had his a uh, history and is is good. Um, but it is great theater, Chucky. Versus Baker. Like, they, it's great theater, man. And you got the Raiders at 0 and 3. I know. And only they the, desperately need one. I tell you, only if they could find a pass rusher. They're so hard I to know, find. so
0: hard to find. They're aren't so they? hard to
1: find, you know? God, I mean, you just
0: feel bad for a you, team do, you, like you know, you look and you look and you look and you look and you look
1: and you just can't find one. Yeah, it's like your keys. They're hard to find. You know, your keys are hard to find. You wake up in the morning, you're like, where are my keys? I don't know. They're like a pass rusher. I can't find them.
0: Uh, all of Pittsburgh's boo boos all healed up. They, they fix everything. All those self inflicted. Mm drama wounds are they all all gone everything went away after beating Tampa
1: yeah here's the thing about they'll resurface at some point because they're not gone and because like come on antonio brown is more concerned with stats than he is anything else like when he when antonio brown goes it's all about winning i'm passionate about winning you baloney when you put up stats you don't say anything when you have numbers even in a loss you don't bitch about anything if you don't have numbers and you lose then you're pissed if you don't have numbers and you win you're pissed it's it's the ultimate in selfishness he's a selfish player like I want a I want guys that want to compete and I want guys that I want guys that also are willing to throw a block and guys that you know that are willing to do whatever that 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 it's more important to win than it is to put up numbers um that's not him So, you know, when he he gives these impassioned speeches in front of the media talking about, oh, that's you guys, it's you guys, it's you guys. I come to work every day except on Mondays, right, Antonio? You don't come to work on Mondays, though, right? Right? Like, I'm so sick of his shit. He is so full of crap. He is only concerned about him. And he's great. I'll give it to him. He's awesome. He is awesome. Um. You know, are they dysfunctional? Absolutely. Here's the beauty of of where they're at right now. When you play the Baltimore Ravens, this is the best rivalry in football. In a a league where many of these rivalries have died, this one is alive. And they will try to bludgeon one another. And I love that. I I mean, it it is must-see TV. Every time these two teams get together, Remember the, the the game where they broke Ben Roethlisberger's nose, and it was like on the side of his face, and Pittsburgh ran, oh, no, he didn't have a broken nose, nothing nothing to see here. Like, he goes, baby, it's all sideways, it all crunked over. Like, no, 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 none of that. nothing happened. That's what I love about this rivalry. So, you'll put all the, you know, the soap opera, you know, all the soap opera garbage to the back burner when it comes to, to this game, because... You're going to be so focused on this rivalry because these two teams genuinely hate each other, which that's a good thing. Like sports hate is awesome, and they genuinely, you know, they genuinely hate each other.
0: You saw Chicago play last week. That was your Fox game, right? Yeah. Chicago and Arizona? Yes. Boy, I like what they're doing with that defense. They get Tampa this week, Mm -hmm. so here comes Fitzmagic again. Mm -hmm. Three straight games over 400 yards, but he showed some cracks in the— in the armor with those picks, so is, is Chicago? Are, are they are they ready? Are they ready to be a, a playoff contender, a wild card contender? Certainly, defensively, it looks like they are. But yeah. is Trubisky just not ready? Yeah, he's not, not the answer. Like he's or?
1: not well. He's not quite. He's not quite ready for prime time. Think he will be? I was, at some point. I, or are you, having, you know,
0: starting to have some doubts?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's early, Mike. I think, you know, it's funny. Talking to Matt Nagy about this, and he's like, you know, everybody's so quick to point out what Mahomes has done. And everybody wants to compare Mahomes to, to you know, to Mitch Trubisky or Mitchell Trubisky. He said we could call him either way, but Mitch Trubisky. what so, you call him? He looks a little like Nolan Arenado. I'm telling you.
0: Rocky star third baseman for those yeah. of you who have no idea who the Colorado Rockies are.
1: right. He do, he's ready got, to
0: win the National League West, right. by the way.
1: Mike, don't. <laughs> please, I'm a Rockies fan. Please do not jinx them. Guys, I got my eye on you. You better keep working hard. Otherwise, I'll blast you. All right, y'all. I'll do it in a heartbeat. I'm with you, winner tie. <laughs> with you, winner tie. Um, so Mitch Trubisky, or Mitchell, um, you. Know, everybody wants to make the comparisons because they're both in their second year. You know, I, I mean, it's moving on updraft, right? I mean, uh, Chicago moved up to get Mitch Trubisky. Um, Kansas City moved up to get Patrick Mahomes. Houston moved up to get Deshaun Watson. So it was the moving up draft. And you know, Deshaun Watson's had some success. Uh, Obviously, what Mahomes is doing is is unworldly. Um, So so they've done these things right. And and Mitchell, everybody's is you know kind of pointing the finger to him and say, "Wow, we should have gotten Mahomes." And blah 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 blah. Uh, Understand this two things. One. Mahomes is in a situation where he was under the tutelage last year of Andy Reid and, more importantly, Alex Smith in the offense that they're running. Matt Nagy, for those who don't know, was the coordinator for Andy Reid last year. So he had a full year in the offense, a full year of tutelage by you know Andy Reid and Matt Nagy, and, oh, by the way, a full year of tutelage by Alex Smith who by all accounts was the consummate professional even though he knew Patrick Mahomes was gonna take his job, helping, extra study, extra preparation. I mean, this is a guy who is a 40 Wunderlich test guy. I mean, Alex Smith is really smart. And he, he bent over backwards to help Patrick Mahomes basically get to this point. More importantly, everybody that was a part of that offense had been in that system for four or five years, Mike. So they all understood what they were trying to get accomplished. Mitchell Trubisky comes into the first year of that offense. He does not know what he likes, what he doesn't like, because he hasn't run anything. And everybody in that offense is brand new. Kyle Long, talking to Kyle Long, talked about it as he described it as the dash offense. We got a dash of this, a dash of this. is like a recipe. You know, have you ever, have you ever asked, like, my mother-in-law, God, God bless her and God rest her soul, she was a phenomenal cook. Like phenomenal, like you name it, potato salad. You know, you're like, oh my god, this is the best potato salad I ever had. Like anything, fried chicken. Like she made, she's Japanese, so she make all these Japanese dishes. You know, and and stuff that you're just like, oh, this is the best. Whatever this is, lumpy Olympia or lumpia. You like, this is the best stuff I've ever eaten. And you go, like, how do you? What's the recipe? Oh, I don't know. I just put a dash of this in there and some of that. And her soups, she would make soups. No recipe. She didn't follow anything. She just started making stuff. How much salt do you put in? I don't know. Like a couple, you know, I put it in my palm. I, I, whatever feels right. Like stuff like that, right? And that's how Kyle Long explained the office. We got a dash of this, a dash of that. And at the end, you get, you get this recipe built. And they're still trying to figure out. Like they're still, they're like um, uh, Ratatouille. You ever see the movie Ratatouille? You know, he just went by, the little rat just went by smell. He's like. <laughs> No, I need some more, you know, I need some more basil. You know, And then he would just take a big whiff and he'd be like, ah, oh, no, not enough oregano or whatever. You know, he's just throwing stuff in there. And you're like, how the hell does this rat know how to cook? That's what you're thinking. And yet he does. Because Anton Ego, the food critic, said it was tremendous ratatouille. So that's the offense. Does that make sense? We're doing this podcast
0: uh, before lunch. So obviously you're, you're hungry. What was that thing, by the way, Mark? Have uh, to Huff look at that. was it called? Chung, chung Da or whatever. Chung Dong. Chung Dong. Chung, I'm probably not saying it right, but are you, <laughs> Chung Da Dong. See if you can find the recipe uh, for that one, to Huff, is but... that
1: one's a k- Korean spicy beef thing? Mm. Oh, delicious. like little beef cubes. Oh, you stick a fork in, or beef not a fork, cubes? but like a little toothpick. Just chew on, and they're they got like a yeah, they're a, oh ooh.
0: Can your wife make them?
1: Chunga on, could be. I don't know. I just used to make up like because she's Japanese, so I just I would get like it would be a derivative of the word. It wouldn't be really the word, be kind of close park, to the word. Right? Yeah. yeah, I have it. I do that with the English language too.
0: Yes, you, know? you do. I I notice that on a daily basis. I'll just right. take
1: a word and I'll just make it something that it's not. You know, ready to make thing. some picks. I am You're ready to
0: bounce back. <sighs> Ooh, rough week. One and two last week. Your season record drops to 4, 5, and 1. I went 6 and 4. Oh, the you Or rather, you know? 3 and 0, oh, so I'm now 6 and 4.
1: Oh, look at me. I'm really the good at stuff. And I get to go first this time. Oh, do you now? I do. Do you now? Okay, well, today's uh, today's picks, okay, uh, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, who uh, sponsor the pick segment, right? Uh, what's on tap? Well, the picks are on tap, and it's brought to you by Bud Light. Sundays for watching football and enjoying a cold beer with your friends. Uh, make sure you check out the new Bud Light NFL team cans. Have you seen these with the team bottles? They're really cool, man. I love them. Available in stores now. Support your team with the Bud Light next time you tailgate um, with your friends or you're watching the game at home with the Bud Light team cans. All right, you get to go first. Go ahead. All right, these are make easy first for me. mistake.
0: These are easy for me. You're absolutely right. Oh it's gosh. the best rivalry in football. It's Pittsburgh. It's Baltimore. Home field matters. Joe Flacco is a completely different quarterback at home as he is on the road. Pittsburgh, I think, will build some momentum on what they did Monday night. Give me Pittsburgh minus three over Baltimore. Ooh, well,
1: you kind of tricked me there because you went all baltimore and then you picked Pittsburgh-y. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Slight of hand. Never saw it coming. No, I didn't. Uh, it's like I, the show game.
0: I do not believe that...
1: The any children these, are our future?
0: That any of these young quarterbacks are just going to come out and have it figured out right away without some bumps in the road. So I see bumps in the road for Baker and an Oakland team that needs to get a win and is desperate. So give me Oakland minus 2.5 over was one Cleveland. Of my, that was
1: going to be one of my picks.
0: And I'm 2 for 2. Why am I going to stop? I'm going to go three weeks in a row. I'm going against the Patriots. I'm going to take Miami you a plus a the 6.5 over the Pats.
1: I officially hate your guts.
0: All right. All right. Are you going to go with the Patriots for the third straight week? Yeah,
1: I am. As a matter of fact. All you right. know why? Because I'm ballsy. It's all balls, And you baby. have an unhealthy obsession with Tom Brady. Uh, who's to say it's unhealthy? <laughs> Just because I use his products does not make it. I don't know.
0: All right. So you got New England minus the six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Snap you out of
1: your little. Oh. <laughs> I, is the restraining is my restraining restraining order? Is that is that over? I think it's now? been reduced from uh, 500 feet to 100 feet. <laughs> okay. okay, so I can still look at it over the fence. and Go. Ta-da!
0: Actually, it's been it's been reduced from 100 feet to 500 feet. Okay. Yeah, you get a little.
1: All right. Uh, so I okay. I'm going. I'm listen. This is now. This is a personal vendetta. Even if it makes no sense, I'm taking the Patriots. Getting the uh, given the six and a half, Patriots by a touchdown. Okay, that's where I am right now. All right, my next pick. Um, Let's see here. I'm just kind of looking through these picks. You already had yours made. That's probably why you're better than me, because I'm just doing this on the fly. You went
0: first last week, and you went one and two.
1: I know, and I still didn't have my picks made. I'll just look at it, and then I I take it. Um, Oof. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I know. I got. I got New Orleans going to the New York Giants. New Orleans. Um, where are they? Minus three and a half over the Giants. I'll take New Orleans, um, and I'll give the points on that one. And then let's just see here. Whew, San Francisco going to the Chargers. The Chargers need a big win. Eleven points is a lot of points, though, right? It's eleven points to me. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and buck the trend. That's a big number. It's actually ten. We got it's a 10? ten. We got a ten. Okay. So 10. we're already saving you a point. So let me ask you this. Do you go do you go San Francisco to lose by ten plus or do you think Kansas City comes into Denver on Monday night and covers the four? Four and a half.
0: Thought we were gonna talk about that game in Monday's podcast.
1: Oh, okay, Mr. Sassy Pants. <laughs>
0: But if you want to take the pick, go ahead. You can take no, the no, pick. No, 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 you're right, right you're no. right. Take the pick. You know pick. what? Take well, the pick.
1: No, we're not going to do that. We're go not going to do that. We're doing. going to save that till Monday. Good point. We did agree to do that, and then, you know, I got talking about Ratatouille and, and sniffing. Sniffing rats and, and, stuff, and like stuff like that. And stuff like that, and the next thing I know, I'm totally, um, totally up. Okay, so, well, you know I'm going to stick with I'm sticking with the Chargers. See, Chargers yeah, the in the that Chargers? soccer stadium? Chargers in the soccer stadium? Going to blow them 10. They're going to blow them out. I thought you were going to go with Detroit. Put the uh, I wanted to go to Detroit. Put, the, Rock put City. the
0: nail in Dallas's uh, coffin. There.
1: See now you're now you're see now you're goading me. You're goading me.
0: What would Jerry Jones have to say about that?
1: <laughs> no, you just don't have it this week. I don't know. I, I've I've seen that I've lost my Jerry my Jerry Jones voice. I don't know where it is. I was like, uh. Uh, you got to get in that. Ooh. Yeah, you got to get in that. Uh, that, that that's like uh, the prime. Uh, 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 Stafford is um, a one. He uh, is a uh, uh, accurate and uh, uh, he's, a, um, uh, he's a leader of men, and uh, therefore I, uh, I'm not happy with our offense and our coordinators. Something See? like that that's better yeah it was that's not bad it wasn't not bad. great but no it wasn't I, great but not bad it wasn't great better maybe i should go be- be- better may- than it was at the beginning of this. maybe should go maybe i should go detroit no i'm sticking with the chargers all right. my gut tells me something
0: okay.
1: all right go with it ratatouille all right all right for uh bud light and for uh core cool water our presenting sponsor for mike evans scott the huff i am mark schlareth i'm gonna come back uh come back here uh better than ever after this weekend, and uh, we'll be back with you guys on Monday. Thanks so much for listening to the Stink of Truth podcast.